Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tiger Talk. This is Tiger, funny enough. A place where we bring in paradigm-breaking, thought-provoking young people on a mission to do something a little bit different than the norm. Young people that are chasing their passions and making their dreams a reality. Absolutely beautiful stuff and the home of a few of my favorite conversations of all time. This week on the show, we have Oliver McDonald, who runs Ollie Clothing, a clothing label he started back in 2012 with some of the drawings that he used to sketch in his university notepad, which he tells us more about in this conversation. So this is Ollie McDonald. Ollie, thanks for taking some time out of your day to have a chat on Tiger Talk, mate. Pleasure. How are we? Yeah, feeling pretty good. Yeah, I'm uh, honoured to be in your workshop <laughs> where all the magic happens. Yeah, far out. What a setup. Yeah, it's been a, uh, must be a, be a, this would have been a long shot from the early days when you first started, I'm guessing. Do you want to take us back to the start and For sure. tell us your story? Um, so I guess to cut to it, basically as a youngster I used to, art's always been my favourite thing, drawing especially. Um, and I've always had a bit of a love for fashion as well, um, without being too full on about it. You're but a trendy man. Tried to be, a bit of a trendsetter. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of op shops early days, but kind of just started as, um, obviously being a kid, not having money, just to splash on everything, just drawing my own shirts from the start. Um, so when I was about 13, 14, I used to just buy blank shirts and do some illustrations on them and bits and pieces like that with fabric markers and just for fun just for fun yeah. just to look a bit different as well yeah and that kind of um always piqued a bit of interest from some people <clears throat> so i used to draw some for friends and stuff as well and then um kind of as things rolled on and it gets to that point at the end of high school and you got to like start yeah. thinking about what you want to do career kind of, decisions yeah i kind of was in the mind frame that i don't really want to just go do something because yeah and like not really enjoy it so Still didn't really know what your purpose was. Yeah, exactly. And like I have real supportive parents. They're both architects and they both work have like worked for themselves, things like that. So they were kind of of the same opinion just to at least to start with just do something that you like doing and see if you can take it on. Epic man. So yeah, basically from there I just went to finish high school, went to uni, did one year of fine art. The idea was to do an arts degree and then potentially just like a six-month business course at TAFE or something like that just to get the business noggin screwed on. <laughs> but I kind of just got one year into the degree and I just thought I just want to give it a crack and give it a go. So I deferred from uni and over that summer got a few bits, bits and pieces to learn how to screen print and then, yeah, classic rest is history and then just went on from there. That's five and a bit years ago now. So yeah, all the time, happened, man. Honestly, but it's been good fun i've heard uh stories through the grapevine of you drawing uh the early ollie draw uh designs in your notebooks at uni is that is that a yeah, true that's, story that's true so i did an arts degree and um just making your own kind of curriculum somehow you get in your first year you get enrolled in all these units that you didn't realize that you had to do yes like, i was doing fine art and somehow it's a trap. i was sitting in like a journalism unit just thinking fuck so <laughs> this then, is what i signed up for yes yeah, so then i would spend most of the time just scribbling shit and doing whatever but i think yeah about six months into the degree i knew that i wasn't gonna finish that i actually had a backup plan like they say you should i was gonna do industrial furniture design yeah so that was something else that i was interested in because i did i worked as a cabinet maker 
part-time as well to raise a bit of funds to kick the business off yeah and drove a coffee van they were the two gold jobs and um so i did have a backup plan and yeah knew pretty early on that the degree wasn't gonna suit yeah things so i decided to get get out while i could well you had uh sounds like you had all the um materials in terms of skill to uh start something up but how did you get practical with it and turn the turn just like your ideas into a reality it's easy to easy to just like say but it would have been yeah. a lot harder to put it into action it's funny because i've always really been into drawing always hated painting hated sculpting all that kind of thing so i was a i was pretty like i was a bit of a jerk at school <laughs> i guess like cocky in a way that you just you just set in your ways like i love drawing and i didn't like doing the other stuff so i didn't do it yeah uh, so then when it came to screen printing i'd never done that before even though at school I remember we had the option to do it in art class and I didn't for some reason. Um, <laughs> so I guess like getting your hands dirty and stuff like that, I probably should have done like a course in screen printing or something just to learn how to do it. But with what you've got these days, I just kind of hit up YouTube, yeah. did a few like how to do it things, bought the most basic setup, which is funny because this is still the setup we use now. Is that right? Yeah, and just kind of built a little jig with my, my dad and got the bits off ebay and i guess then when you actually start doing it hands-on as well like you make a shitload of mistakes and when you're like wasting your own money making mistakes you're not going to do that yeah. again and again so in a way it's good because i guess if you did some kind of course and it's not really costing you anything you you might just get in bad a habits careless and stuff. With it, yeah. yeah but i guess if you you're buying blank shirts for 20 bucks and then like five in a row you fuck up yeah that's a hundred dollars gone and you're not like it's getting money expensive yeah yeah and especially when you're working like side jobs to kind of fund it. Yeah. As soon as you're burning through money like that, you learn pretty quickly to yeah what to do properly and how to do it. Even though I'm still not sure it's the way yeah. to do it, but still a learning process. Works. Five yeah. years on. Exactly. So it's a bit like that, but that's the fun part about it. It'll yeah. Keep you on your toes. And um, was it a, sex, a success from uh, the get go, or was it oh, was there a couple no. of uphills and downhills and it's funny plateaus like, along the way? I guess the first thing we did make an Instagram, all that kind of stuff, and thankfully, like, five and a bit years ago, Instagram wasn't as big, so it was kind of easy, I think it was, like, I always say that I think I lucked out a bit, because it was kind of at the time where your friends would happily, like, take a screenshot of your profile and post it and be like, follow my friend or whatever, and that wasn't, like, a yeah, main thing to do, whereas now it's all obviously very, yeah, yeah. feed-driven as well, like, you don't want that in your feed kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So, got a bit of traction from that, and then, like, People saying, oh, yeah, I'd buy one, I'll buy one. And then I finally made, launched the website and I was like real stoked with it. And then we released it. <laughs> well, I say we because we're a team now, but at the time it was just me. I released it and then yeah, uh, I think I had one order and it was from like my godmother or something like that. Yeah, that's like, it. Fuck, all this for that. And then like that was it for like five days. And then like it slowly started trickling in. And So you were just working on the side, funding all the... Yeah, so at the time I was, yeah, the cabinet maker and coffee job. And then um, was doing most of the stuff. So what was was that all day you were working, and then the t-shirts was at night kind of thing? Yeah, it was kind of in like summer break after uni. Yeah. Um, for that first couple of months, I just did full time work, and just saved up um, a bit of cash. I think needed like a thousand dollars to yeah to buy all the stuff like a box of blank shirts and the basic setup. Yeah. So once I did that, um, basically as soon as I had that stuff, I quit both jobs. 
and just thought, I'll give I'm it. going all in. Yeah, I wanted to kind of like, I think if you're going to do it, you got to do it properly. Because yeah. lots of people even now ask for advice and that kind of thing. And then once I start talking to them, you realise they're like working a full-time, like 42-hour week kind of thing. And then they're expecting that they can do this at night time or like yeah. on the side when it when you want. But I guess like, I just felt like you just had to give it everything, treated it kind of like a job and worked obviously over time to get it right. But especially when people are waiting for orders and stuff like that, like you can't just be doing that when you feel like it. It's yeah. got to be your priority and getting that right from the start and building that base with people. Well, that's how you built the community, right? On yeah. So it's like, um, obviously the, the brand is my name and I want to make sure that it's done properly. Yeah. Like don't want to tarnish it or anything. Um, and the whole idea is to be like a small brand forever, not to grow to some big worldwide thing and just stay like a little, a little brand that people feel like they can come and chat to, even if it's asked for advice or whatever, and you're not going to be like, no, nah, man, sorry, not going to help you or whatever. So the whole thing is just to be, yeah, approachable, small and local, I guess. Man, I love, I love that because it's, uh, especially today, it's very common for the motivation for people to be starting a business isn't purely to do something good. Yeah. It's to make lots of money and make it worldwide. So it's refreshing to hear that you've got an alternative mindset on yeah. it. Yeah. And it seems like your community's responded really well to that. I noticed a few of your latest designs are all uh, around that stay loyal, stay local kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the longer I've been doing this for, the more and more I realise that I don't want to, like, not become sellout, but become really big. Because, like, the people that support you, they're the ones you want to just keep making things for, not for, like, some huge, like, street wear or whatever they're calling it now, like, community, which is worldwide because all that fast fashion stuff I don't think will be a thing for too long it's all phasey that kind of thing so I want to just keep doing what we've been doing for the last five years and hopefully try to do it well and just maintain that kind of small community vibe because I think yeah as well the longer you're in it you realize to make money you would have to it's like sell your soul kind of thing it'd be making shit for really cheap like in bulk elsewhere I just don't think that would suit like our kind of business model so kind of just keep it how it is, small team. I be love to, that, man. Be able to pay your rent and that kind of thing. And yeah, you, know, you got your dog. Daniel, Daniel you got your life. dog in your warehouse. Yeah, that's exactly it. And uh, you, I, I noticed in the shop you've brought in the coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, approach as well to make it more of a place where people can come down and hang out. For sure. And it's, that was a sweet initiative. I think it's just like something I was always going to do. Obviously, driving the coffee van before coffee, something that I. I'm really into. Um, as you drink your, uh, yeah. like, your morning brew. <laughs> yeah, but it's like one of those things as well. The shop's pretty tucked away. It's like we don't have foot traffic, so it's not like there's constantly people in and around. So coffee can kind of bring that thing because obviously I understand that people can't buy a shirt every day. Like people don't have that kind of money, but most people will buy a coffee most days. So at least like, again, you build that local community with people around the store through the coffee and then they might word of mouth kind of thing tell other people about the clothes and that's kind of just a natural process or they might buy a tea themselves every couple of months or something like that but coffee is something that people kind of can bond over as well and all that kind of stuff so it's something that we thought would be a, a good addition to the space yeah it's a good way to bring everyone together as well For like sure. even between the customers as well hanging yeah. out i guess oh yeah it's so weird how many people we've made friends with that are like so diverse i've got yeah. doug <laughs> shout out if you're listening Doug but he's like 78 and like his 
yeah, end up going to his house for beers now and stuff. He's just like... Oh, he's a man. Started as a coffee customer and now, like, tell him to bike riding. So my brother's made mates with him and another time, guy, Dave. Man. So it's like, yeah, you do meet a bunch of different people through coffee. It's pretty, pretty crazy. All right, we're back. The microphone was falling asleep, but I'm still interested, <laughs> mate. Um, where were we? Doug. Doug. Yeah. Locals. Yeah, basically just building that community with people through the store, through yeah. the clothes and through the coffee as well. It's been a yeah, big part of the transforming the space, I guess, because in the first six months we didn't have the coffee and we obviously noticed that, like, shit, you can go days without, like, seeing maybe one or two people, but with coffee I guess you're always guaranteed to then see at least 10, 15, 20 people a day and it kind of just makes the space a nice place to work as well. And they're, and they're coming through every day, so they're up to yeah. date with what's going on. And exactly, yeah, and then that word of mouth thing, I guess, is the biggest kind of advertisement you can get in a place like Perth, so they're saying nice things to other people who then might come and check it out and there's so many times yeah someone will come in store and say oh I, my friend came here for a coffee and told me about it or whatever so that's the the biggest part of it I think for spreading the word and uh, as it's the brand is built around you as a person it kind of complements the yeah. clothes that you're putting out because it's just an honest representation of who you are as a person as well which Hopefully. is pretty that's, big in itself that's the hope from it all but um, yeah it's kind of it's difficult to kind of keep that going but I think that was a big part when we're online that is but that was a big part with getting the store was to like kind of maintain that presence um, without kind of I guess not fizzling out but there's like obviously there's a lot of things happening in Perth constantly so it's not that it's staying relevant but it's like staying in touch with like with the community and having a store I think has been a massive part of just being able to develop that relationship with people maybe a little bit further and as well as like develop a new relationship with people that might not have heard about it before yeah epic man and five years strong that's it and uh where where to from here where do you kind of see it rolling through uh it's a it's a tough one to kind of answer i guess it's like i said before we don't want to become most people you talk to now like you see someone from school or whatever like that they might be like oh you must be killing it and shit like that but it's like I don't know how it is that you tell people that you're not, but I think they expect you rock up in like a Lamborghini or something like that. But like really, it's <laughs> oh, he's working for himself. Yeah. He must be a millionaire. <laughs> it's real small scale, and it's like that's the way you like it. Yeah, I like that. Like, I just like. Um, I guess it is staying humble, but it's all about for us just kind of keeping our team real small and everyone being able to pay their rent basically, and. Um, just moving forward and keep doing what we're doing like we do monthly collections now that was our restructure that we did last year kind of inspired by the store it's just because you always have to kind of have new things rather than online we used to do like four releases a year and make them all really big but now it's kind of like each month we do a collection so that way people can come through and notice that there's new things and that kind of stuff keeps us motivated as well to keep making new bits and stay on top of things and um I guess the plan for the next at least 12 months is just to keep doing the same kind of thing and kind of just naturally grow however we please. Yeah. Um, and then I guess one day it'd be nice to do um, some pop-up stuff maybe over East. We do have like, obviously being an online business first was we did build like a little bit of a relationship with people over there. So it'd be nice to be able to go and open up a, even just, yeah, a pop-up shop. Uh, short term over there and meet a few of the people and maybe yeah just spread the word as well and um, maybe get some new customers and stuff like that and just see how it goes but no massive plans nothing 
huge, not going into any big stalls or anything like that. Um, just keep it going how it is, I think. Love it, man. Love it. And uh, a couple of years ago, you guys headed off to America on a trip. To, was that to draw some inspiration? And if you, where do you draw your inspiration from the, now for the fresh designs? I think the, the America trip, I'd like to say it was a business trip, but it definitely wasn't. It was just yeah. us four lads in hired a car and did a bit of the coast drive and that kind of thing, which is really good, and I'm glad we did that at that stage. Um, now having a shop, it would be it's pretty hard to get away for too long. Um, my plan this year is to, I'm slowly turning my little car into a camper, and <laughs> got a rooftop tent, so I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna do a bit of um bit more of Australia and that portable kind of thing. home. Yeah, exactly, because that way. Like we can take seven days off kind of thing but like there's not many big overseas trips you can do in seven days and get the most out of it so don't know how many overseas trips there'll be maybe when I'm really old <laughs> but um, in terms of inspiration it's it's a weird one um, I think when you're a weird arty person you think of weird shit all the time and it's kind of like a subconscious thing most of the ideas I get are like that point when you're just about to fall asleep and like that's, it's that same kind of feeling when you feel like you're falling or whatever, but it's like an idea that comes and I quickly have to wake up and write it in my notes before. That's it, man. I Otherwise, you wake up it. the next yeah, day you're and you're like, like oh, what, what was that? That was, that was it right there. Exactly. And the other thing that I do is when I'm driving, I have no music on or whatever and you're just not thinking about anything. It's kind of scary because then sometimes, you know, you get to like a location, you're like, fuck, I don't remember how I got here. <laughs> but it's because I'm just off of the ferries thinking about shit and then like, during the drive, I'll just have to activate Siri and save things to my notes. And when you think of things, and most of the time it's just like a weird colorway or like something odd. And then like when you read back through the notes, you're like, fuck, what does that even mean? Yeah, man, I can relate to that. <laughs> but like most of the time then, I don't draw all the time. I just will sit down maybe like every couple of weeks if I feel like it. I've got to be in the mood to do some creative shit. So then when I sit down, I go back through my notes and siphon through what ideas pair well with like a month for a release or whatever and then put together that kind of collection but everything's kind of six months in advance so is it really yeah everything's you're kind of got to be to get on quite a collected artsy artsy man it's Ollie. like phoebe's big on it it's the planning thing that's been a shocker for me but i'm very like in the moment but now i think yeah i'm six months planned ahead and some of the cut and sew stuff's even 12 months it's got to be to make sure it all happens but I'm liking it, All enjoying time, it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like work. It's just a fun thing to do, I guess. And if other people like it too, that's just a big bonus. Well, that's uh, probably a good uh, way to tie up the conversation, Perfect. mate. I'm so stoked for you and love the message and the vibe that you're putting out. So keep spreading those vibes. Appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for your time and nah, of course, keep doing man. what you're doing as well. Loving man. it. Yeah, man. Cheers. And that's a wrap for today's episode, folks. Thanks for tuning in. As always with the podcast, it's just the start of the conversation. Feel free to swing myself or Ollie a message if you tuned in with any questions. We'll both be more than happy to be of service. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, leave a review as well if you've been enjoying the podcast conversations. Also, big shout out to the crew that were down at Rad Living on the weekend. It was absolutely insane to put names to faces and meet some new people as well exciting times, exciting people, and just an all-round special experience. If you weren't there, then make sure you are next year. It was certainly one for the books, as will next week's episode. (laughs) All right. Have a great week, guys. Keep spreading those cosmic vibes. Peace.